Hello, everyone. You are listening to the Once Upon a Stream podcast uh, featuring, I'm your host, Maddie Shook, and I'm here with Megan Mann. Hello. And we're breaking down as far as another one of the new original titles available on Disney Plus, Noel. And so um, it was as far as one of the ones that they kind of teased at the, like, D23 panel talking about um, some of the new releases that would be available at launch and so I kind of held off because I knew this was on our schedule so waited until this past week to watch it and because now we are officially in Christmas time we are I we have survived I, I'm in retail so Black Friday weekend we made it through did Less. you? barely but <laughs> where we have made it through the dark tunnel and so now get to enjoy all of the christmas fabulous things and so all december long here on the podcast we're going to be talking about different christmas tv and movies that across the various disney platforms and so that way as far as there's going to be some old some new some well, it's set at Christmas time, so we're calling it a Christmas movie, and we just want to talk about it type titles as well. And so, starting things off with Noel. And so, Noel is definitely in a specific Christmas genre of the cheesy, fun Christmas movie. And so, Megan, what are kind of the hallmarks, if forgive my pun, as far <laughs> as that you're wanting from that cheesy Christmas movie? It has to be cheesy the whole way through. It has to be. I have to feel slightly inspired. Um, There has to be hot chocolate at some point. Yes. Because that's important. This is a must. Hot chocolate is an absolute must. Um, What else? Um, There definitely has to be uh, someone who does not believe in Christmas or yes. believe in the magic of Christmas or the uh, mm, the bringing togetherness of Christmas shall we say is that a is that a good way to say that yeah and yeah. inversely you need someone else who is all Christmas spirit all the time all the time all of it just bubbling over because <laughs> <laughs> then you need that clash you do. And you need because the one someone always has to show someone the magic and spirit of Christmas. So that way, there's a transformational arc by the end of it, and 100%. there needs to be shenanigans. <laughs> oh yes, yes. There has to be some sort of blunder. Yes, a third act misunderstanding. Yes, very much true. There has to be some sort of misunderstanding. And as far as, it has to end on a hopeful and happy note. Absolutely, because if it doesn't, then it wasn't worth it. No. It wasn't worth it at all. Then it is patently not a cheesy Christmas movie. Yeah, because then you're just sad, and the whole point is to not be sad. Also, it needs to be self-aware that it needs to know what it is, because that's when you get the cheesy Christmas movie performances. The actors need to know what movie they're in, and as far as... And honestly, for the true cheesy Christmas movie, you're not wanting something with a major budget. 
No. Because having that mid to low budget is part of the fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It is. I mean, because that's what distings, distinguishes it from, like, the Christmas classics. And so yeah. those are as far as, like, a big cinema undertaking. But these are... Yeah. These are cute little fun projects that yeah. delight you for about 90 minutes. And they should delight you. Yeah. Because you're not delighted you did it wrong. Because it does need to be as far as like 100 minutes or less, basically. It absolutely cannot be over two hours. No. <laughs> Once <laughs> not again. Not at all. That is not a cheesy Christmas movie. No. And there needs to be great sweaters and scarves. Absolutely. If there aren't a and like. Or coats. <laughs> right. Because if not, then it's not really. <laughs> basically, that you want to like look at j crew's website to look at sweaters <laughs> yes. it has to it. look like you basically walked out of like a j crew ad j crew gap <laughs> absolutely 100 percent. okay so now that we have that established initial thoughts on noel i quite enjoyed myself while watching it i thought it was extra cheesy and i think a lot of it has to do with anna kendrick which i when i saw that pop up <laughs> I thought it was one of those things where you're like, oh, how uh, how interesting that Disney pulled up something from the beginning of her career. And then you realize, oh, no, this is new. Okay. Okay. This is brand this, new. This is brand new. Because, <laughs> you know, sometimes when people are starting out, they'll do a cheesy holiday movie or a mm-hmm. cheesy Lifetime movie to get their foot in the door. You're like, right? did I miss this from her Jessica from Twilight days? Like. Yeah. Yes, I thought I had and uh, you know when it when I saw that it was new I was like okay okay I'm interested I'm interested but it was it did it had that heart that you're looking for it was um, very very cheesy I I could not stop laughing every time she said oh my garland yes oh my garland killed me or whenever something was exciting she's like oh that's so jolly I, I, I want to start incorporating those into my Christmas time vocabulary. I know. I was thinking the same thing. Or just say, like, it's not jolly. <laughs> this isn't very jolly, and I don't want to participate. Um, those are good things for you to employ at work. <laughs> this is not very jolly. Um, but I, I um, When you're dealing with not jolly people this holiday season. <laughs> I'm sure. Once again, general reminder... This holiday season, be nice to your retail workers. They're I going mean, through seriously, it. they really are. So let's not be let's not yes be rude amen. people. Um, what did you think? That basically, I I kind of explained to you earlier that it's like a decom level quality for those who aren't as familiar with decom Disney Channel original movie, but. It does kind of have that made-for-TV movie kind of feel to it. That it, it's by the number and, like, you know what movie it is. You, like, you can kind of predict all the story beats within about ten minutes. Mm-hmm. You pretty much get the whole thing. But that it that's kind of what you're wanting out of it. If you go in with the right expectations, you're going to have a very pleasant and delightful 90 minutes. Right. And 
or actually I think it's hour 40 but it's an hour you, 40 you get exactly the gist. yeah so it's right at that and that's including the credits which for any of the Disney plus stuff is a little bit longer because they also include like the foreign language ones too so as far as you're still right in a, at about somewhere in that hour and a half range so a nice little pick me up to get the Christmas cheer going so but is like is the plot groundbreaking no no <laughs> no is some of the CGI not quite there? Sure. Yeah. Would this whole project worked with less charismatic performers? Certainly not. No. But I really liked it. It was fun. But as far as, like we were saying, kind of that made-for-TV movie kind of thing, we're now in a weird phase as far as just because there are so many different streaming services yeah streaming services in different ways that we watch movies and tv that there's different like perceptions of that we kind of carried over from previous technological phases that as far as because you remember like the disney straight to vhs or dvd sequels that are varying like levels Cinderella. of either not just from fine to bonkers to just painfully bad but right. that's that's kind of what you associate to if it didn't get a theatrical release that's what you're thinking about however it's very interesting that in streaming tv still has that reputation of oh it's a streaming show so it's a prestige type thing that like oh i need to watch it in that zeitgeist type deal but movies on streaming platforms and mainly talking netflix series because that's kind of the biggest purveyor of that kind of content as far as like movies on streaming Mm -hmm. that because prime pretty much their original movies actually they usually market more in like limited wide release and do like kind of they're still in doing like the prestige and award circuit type thing so Mm -hmm. this is more in like netflix's foray into original movies is what kind of that perceived like straight to streaming movies are right so a lot of times it's as far as you'll get it that pretty much it's a very hit or miss thing and so a lot of times some studios that now they're putting their movies straight to streaming if they are not wanting to do the gamble and as far as see whether they can make their money back in a, a theatrical release they'll make broker a deal with netflix and just kind of cut their losses on that and so that's how you got and sometimes that's a for better or for worse thing but then a lot of times with the true like completely netflix original content that's where it's a mixed bag because sometimes it really is it, it is a complete mixed bag <laughs> because even just going completely to a very specific niche genre let's just say teen rom-com starring noah centineo <laughs> right because see all to all the boys of love before was phenomenal and what was the one oh my god about the dating app it was so bad i oh. couldn't even get through it i i i didn't watch well because i i stopped watching them because sierra burgess was such a dumpster dumpster fire that yeah i was like no more that i will wait until the verdict is dropped on twitter to see whether i want to invest my time in that 
But that even shows getting into the specific. Ah, yes. That was truly, truly, truly horrible. Oh, boy. (laughs) But that way it shows as far as the varying degree of quality. So, you know how it's kind of like a fast food restaurant, you can order it at any location, and a double cheeseburger from McDonald's is pretty much the same. Yeah. Yeah. That it's less of that and more of like you're going to have varying levels of quality that between each picture so there's still not enough of a reputation of like oh it's on this that I immediately want to watch it so there's still very much something to prove with streaming movies yeah because like we said I mean there are some that work so well there are some that really 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 do work and then there are some that are so bad so so bad and there's nothing you could do about it. And there goes two hours of your life. Or mm-hmm. the beauty of Netflix, too. You can, since you're already sitting on your sofa, you can just ripcord partway through and watch something else. But that leads us into Disney+. Plus, Because um, going into this launch, there was a lot as far as of like the big things that the press and all of that has been covering was a lot more in like the big big budget as far as like the tv series that were attached to like existing ip we will be hold on once we get through all of christmas we will be talking mandalorian in january so as far as that way we can talk about the whole season as one complete unit because that's taking the cultural zeitgeist by storm completely baby yoda is all you need to say that that's all that's um, it <laughs> slight spoilers tbh but as far as like mandalorian and like the marvel shows that are coming out within the next year or two those ones were kind of the big things that were hyped that were showing of like okay disney is really kind of putting a ton of money into this whole thing and bringing out some like serious level quality here but the number as far as the movie side of things was a bit more of like an afterthought type deal because we have lady and the tramp which we already talked about which we love right once we did if you have a dog in your life go give it cuddles that's all i'll say but true Lady and the Tramp was surprisingly delightful, and you can tell as far as really, it was just kind of playing it safe since that wasn't as large of an IP to do like a full theatrical release and trying to kind of make that like 100 plus million dollar box office type thing. Because I don't think right. even as delightful as Lady and the Tramp was, if it went out in regular theaters, it wouldn't have been like 100 plus million dollar type deal. So this as far as streaming was kind of the best way to experience that movie right then you're gonna then i feel we're we're gonna get some little projects like noel where it's as far as medium to low budget as far as disney standards but just super cute although like like we're saying of it's not to the same they're not putting mandalorian money into this because one thing I laugh about is in the plot of 
which we'll kind of get into in a second, but a, a good chunk of this takes place where Noel's brother is wanting to escape the North Pole to somewhere warm, and the options of like what he's looking at on the magazine are San Juan, Puerto Rico. <laughs> and Hawaii. Hawaii. And Phoenix, Arizona. Guess which one the second half of the movie takes place in. Because it's not San Juan and it's not Hawaii. Because they're not putting that Hawaii money into this. <laughs> no, they're not. So it's set in Phoenix because that way it's like an apartment set and a strip mall and a yoga studio and that's pretty much it. That's really it. So that's that really way, it. Just some aerial shots of Phoenix itself. So that way, just to kind of establish where we are. But that that's pretty much all we're working with. Because I wouldn't be surprised if it was actually pretty much all shot in SoCal. And just some, some desert overhead shots to give the Phoenix vibes. And so, yeah. That's that's more the tone we're working with. But getting into the nitty gritty of what we liked, what were some of the weaker spots, mainly the bright shine, like when they say star of the movie, in this case it truly is, it's like it's the shining it really star <laughs> of this thing only works because of the Anna Kendrick. There, it would not have worked with anyone else i because when i went into the movie i honestly had absolutely no clue what this was about at all i had no idea and then once they once i got into it and i realized oh okay oh okay she's santa's daughter and she's very jolly okay this makes more sense i'm here for this i'm very much here for this this is the role i feel anna kendrick was born to play it's just it's a natural fit it is. It's the most natural thing that is happening this holiday season. I need a Christmas album from her. Oh my god. It is such a tragedy. Let's let's pause for a second and talk about the pure tragedy that all she did was do a few notes. Because Just we a all few bars. Well, that at least saves room that there's still hope for a Christmas musical. But it could be like a yearly thing of like a Disney Plus Anna Kendrick movie oh around my God. Christmas time. I would but die. One could hope. But basically also before we get into kind of the like details and all of that very broad plot description that here be some spoilers but basically Noel is Santa's daughter. Santa has two kids, so she has an older brother, and he's pretty basically been in line to be Santa because he's the son type deal. And but she actually, when she was little, she actually wanted to do like her dad's job, but basically they just kind of said, "Oh, that w- what your job is is just to make sure that your brother always has Christmas spirit." And you need make, to give like, everyone Christmas cheer just spread christmas cheer and be cute that's her whole job just spreading christmas cheer that that was pretty much her job and the only expectations that were put upon her and the brother is the one of like okay you're 
going to need to train to be Santa once your dad passes type deal. And so then fast forward, they're grown up now. Santa passes away. So this is the first Christmas that the brother is going to be Santa. And so Nick, the brother, is totally not ready. He's freaking out. And it's just like, it's not a fit. Like It's not he doesn't have the personality or like the temperament or all of that for it and so he's absolutely freaking out and noelle is tasked of like bring the spirits back up and she's basically saying dude you're on the verge of a nervous breakdown just take the weekend off and just the weekend just the weekend so he goes away but then he doesn't come back and so then everyone in the north pole turns on her because they're like you ruined Christmas. We don't have a Santa, and Christmas is like less than a week away. And Correct. so then she goes down as far as Phoenix, Arizona to find him and bring him back because their cousin Gabe, played by Billy Eichner, that he's like Killed a tech me. guy. And he's Billy Eichner doing Billy Eichner things. And Correct. just basically taking all of the joy out of Christmas that pretty much putting it all down to an algorithm, which is like totally it, it resonated but <laughs> thought it was kind of funny but basically she kind of figures out that she's actually the one who has the giftings of is meant to be santa and grows up and learns a lot by interacting with the real world and real people with their real problems and so then she figures out the true meaning of christmas and becomes santa and yay correct and so, that, that's our mini plot description yep that's good pretty much pass it down and so what i like is with noel it's like like we were saying with a different performer it wouldn't work because she is kind of super naive because she's only grown up in this perfect little utopia of the north pole and so it's just all christmas cheer and adorableness and all of that and that could get annoying but it isn't it isn't with her (laughs) it is not i think it's so endearing because she's just she really does she doesn't know what a fist bump is she doesn't know um she doesn't know anything (laughs) like literally anything about the real world other than that everybody wants an ipad yes everyone (laughs) wants an ipad (laughs) it's a running gag in the movie and it's kind of perfect of like even in some like tender-hearted moments like there's a little girl that she has like a super selfless christmas wish but then she's like and also an ipad (laughs) (laughs) oh my god it was just so funny throughout the whole movie and then i think too as far as there's still a little bit of like that trademark anna kendrick kind of snarky sass that as, as she's dealing with the real world and how of like basically it's bursting her bubble and just kind of slightly horrified by like a mall santa in shorts that kind of thing or that you know people live in shelters or they don't that christmas isn't the best day of the year for a lot of people yeah so she has like fun commentary of just kind of coming to terms with it too in kind of that awkward sense of humor way that anna kendrick pulls off she it's so and it's so earnest and it's so you like if you didn't 
know that she was a real person, you'd be like, oh my god, this is so genuine. But that's what you want from a movie. You want it to feel real. She's just this precious Christmas sprite. She really is. And it's just like instantly endearing. Exactly. Within five minutes, you're like, I get who this character is and that I'm already pulling for her and excited to see her story unfold. Yes. And then as far as her dynamics and like interplay with the supporting cast, because then Bill Hader is Nick, her brother, and he like Bill Hader from SNL, among many other projects now post that that period he's just super talented and just super funny he is he was always my favorite on snl i would always look forward to his sketches because he's brilliant he is he is so funny and i always thought he and not to mention he's um in both of the cloudy with a chance of meatball of meatballs sorry he's flint lockwood and i love that and then, as far as really his, like, Bill Hader's kind of first foray into the Disney fold, if you will, was playing Fear in Inside Out. And so that was my first time as far as seeing him as, like, a voice actor type thing or in more of that, like, family friendly type sphere. But he really pulls off this as far as kind of, like, nervous wreck character that is just way too anxious and awkward to be Santa. Like, you're but it's still super endearing and then he basically runs away to phoenix and becomes a yoga teacher which is like hilarious it's such like the archetype of basically the slacker brother yes it works it really does because what's kind of funny too is as far as this movie does have so many of like made for tv level tropes but then the jarringness of seeing that acted out by like truly a-list talent of like major celebrities that you're like okay so shirley mclean is here (laughs) (laughs) which really well and truly threw me for a loop that it's like it's actually shirley mclean who plays basically like this elf who's like their nanny slash maid (laughs) That just kind of gives sassy asides every now and then. Oh my god. And she just killed me. She, when she walked out onto the thing, I'm like, huh? What are you doing here, Shirley MacLaine? So someone got a nice check. Good for Shirley. <laughs> Good for her. We need to give it up for her. Actual icon. Because especially full circle, um, Anna Kendrick um Saying uh, was a part of what one of the singers for the Kennedy Center Honors Tribute for Shirley MacLaine. So now they're working together. So yay. We love that. Growth. And so, yeah, Bill Hader was super funny. And then, like we were saying, Billy Eichner as Cousin Gabe was hilarious. Oh my God. I'm just the tech department. And that basically he just wants to like standardize it all on an algorithm and that forget about the sleigh just kind of like have all the presents distributed by amazon prime (laughs) and so (laughs) like of course it's an on the nose joke that might be like dated in a few years but for right now it's it's perfect it's great right now i loved that and then when the mom sent the note to noelle 
and she's like, he wants to do something called deliver them by drones or this thing called Amazon Prime. I was cracking up. And then when for a short period of it that he becomes Santa and he kind of has all the white hair and like a man bun. <laughs> right. That I was like, that was perfect styling and all of that. But basically, Billy Eichner is one of those performers that like he has his shtick. And so it's just, it's the same thing as far as in Parks and Rec and Billy on the Street and his portrayal of Timon and now a Noel. But it's still delightful every time. Every time. Every time. And I love that he was telling kids, no, you didn't brush your teeth and you didn't make your bed and whatever else he said. an evaluation notice email to tell you to (laughs) be better next year. And then maybe you'll get maybe you'll get presents next year. Which I loved. And so there were there was cheesy humor, but there were some there were some like smarter jokes thrown on thrown in there too that made it fun. Of just kinda niche humor. Right. And it was it was kind of one of those things of like l- literally as far as just seeing different like names and performers of just being like, Oh wait, Ron Funches is in this <laughs> <laughs> And just just kinda roll with it. And so, I would say it probably, probably wasn't a long shoot. And so, just some funny, talented people having just a good little, little Christmas jaunt for a few weeks. Which and I loved. There you go. And made it just a fun time. And that did look like fun. I mean, we need to talk about, we need to talk about the set of the North, the North Pole. Pole. Because that really was magical because even like some of it had to be practical yeah because there was like skating through like the different pathways and stuff i'd say a fair chunk of cgi but like there's a decent like it was its own thing because there's so many there's so many now like christmas iterations and stuff like the santa claus movies right which, which we won't be covering but that they kind of created that north pole world and then there's animated stuff and all of that so there's a lot of different images that we have so it made it as far as its own thing that but still kind of tying in those other elements and omg can we talk about the hidden mickeys that are in in the north Pole? oh my god how cute were those cute but then it got to the point too that then the hidden mickeys were not so hidden they were just like egregiously everywhere and i'm like someone in the set department just decided i'm throwing as many like mickey designs into this right. as possible like you see it right away like right away like you literally s- the first shot of the movie you're like okay so there's a big old hidden mickey and in, in the fireplace gotcha nailed it nailed it and it's in the tile too it's in the tile (laughs) like every tile (laughs) and but that was kind of fun i loved it of just recognizing we know who this audience is we do it's adding like the the hallmark christmas movie audience thrown in with the venn diagram of just like cheesy disney movies and so it's a perfect little overlap 
of those circles. And I love then that. it was. And speaking of production value, wardrobe. Oh my god. Oh my god. I died. So basically, Anna Kendrick has all throughout this movie, and we should call her by the character's actual name, so Noelle. Noelle, which I thought was so cute. It was adorable that basically all throughout, she has these fabulous little ensembles that are different, like, skirt, sweater, mittens, like, whole thing, head to toe, is just, like perfect and Christmassy and delightful and super flattering on her as well which is annoying and like even her super obnoxious of like totally extensions ponytail was even oh my god so over the top it's like we all know that's like not real hair but (laughs) we're we're all very 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 (laughs) it was bad but in a good way. The the ponytail was was a bit much, but yeah. I actually heard, it's kind of funny of like her best hair was at the end of the movie during her inspirational speech when it's like technically that she just escaped out of like a mental institution, but yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exactly where she escaped from with perfect hair because she's Noel. And that's part of her magic. It is. But basically, all of the different little ensembles were adorable. And then, it's always funny as far as, so they had a couple of the costumes on display during um, D23 Expo when I was there. Um, I'll try not to keep flexing on that, but it was still, it was it was so much fun. But basically, it's always so funny as far as seeing costumes from movies in person when you see it on like the mannequins and stuff because then you get to realize of like how truly tiny some of like the actors are because you see them on the screen and it's like larger than life and all of that but like Anna Kendrick is such a small so so small tiny human being because Megan you you've met her before on her book tour right I did I did and she was so small so small can't even describe how small where you you see the waist and you're just like how how literally how a grown adult that and i don't know how is a width that i haven't been since maybe the fifth grade (laughs) right (laughs) seriously no joke but she's precious and like all of her ensembles are fabulous and there's one moment where one of the characters in the movie is like it it's super hot outside and you're wearing like a hat and mittens why are you why are you doing that and she's like it's It's an an ensemble ensemble. (laughs) just i had to pause the movie and i was just cracking up for like a good 10 minutes i was like first of all i felt that felt it so deeply of, I felt it so deeply as someone who loves like the Christmas season and like cozy sweaters and all of that but lives in places well especially when I lived in SoCal of just like 
there are days where you do wear like a sweater and uggs just out of sheer force of will of just I want to feel Christmassy and that I want to wear a sweater and feel wintry and cute even though it is like 80 degrees outside (laughs) and so I, I I feel that struggle of I don't care that it's hot I want to wear my winter ensemble I do I don't have that problem because I live in the Midwest and it's always, always cold. True. It's always cold here, so I don't get it's that already option. begun where you are. Yes, it's all the time. Do you have snow yet or is it It's trying to snow right we've had two snowstorms already. One was on Halloween. Um Naturally. So you know that's fine. That's fine. Oh boy. Yeah, don't live here. <laughs> Moral of Noted. the story. And then, so yeah, like the wardrobe and like the North Pole production design was super cute. And that way, I always love those fun little details of you tell. Like there's, there's so many different departments when oh it my comes God. to like making a movie happen. So kudos to those teams because it helped bring in the like delightful magic of it all it did like the fact that the in the north pole they got everywhere via ice skates really i loved that love it i love that i loved when anna kendrick walked out and all she did was like click her shoes together and boom ice skates popped out that was amazing something i haven't seen before that's true never seen that before and I really enjoyed um, that she got the Kringle discount at stores. Uh, that was super cute. Um, that blue ensemble she has when she starts messing everything up at the North Pole is just perfect. Fabulous. It is. And I love her little outfit when she becomes Santa. Aww. When it, when When the suit fits her. Yes, it's so cute. It's so, so, so cute. I was crying during that part. I was crying so hard during that part. So, Noelle didn't make me cry, but... It made me cry. Megan was emotionally compromised. I was. There's one part where she's... Um, I guess where my, she- my tears had already been consumed by seeing Frozen 2 twice in a week and so yeah that i don't know how you did that because i cried like an idiot in that movie too a lot i cried a lot in that movie uh so i don't know how you did it twice but i we cried will be gushing about that one once it arrives on disney plus but oh yeah that'll be yeah. probably another six months at least at the very least and i love i just love she gives this whole speech and they say in order to be a santa you have to inspire us and she's giving this whole story oh my god oh it ripped me apart it, it got was me. really it sweet it, it's the, the sweet inspirational christmas moment you want you, at the you climax you of the movie and it's that speech that you that you, the person realizes oh my god i know what i have to do now and then that leads into the end where everything is magic and that's what makes it just warm and fuzzy by the end of it 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 was so warm and fuzzy and i like the idea that santa 
knows how to speak to every child. It doesn't matter the language, doesn't matter if they're, um, if they need to use sign language. Santa knows how to do all of that. Because there were some sweet moments with the kids of just, like, when it realizes of, like, that Noelle has the giftings, not Nick, that she's able to just automatically speak a different language and talk to kids and all of that. She has the twinkle. She has the twinkle. Which I thought was so cute. And so, as far as, like, plot stuff, as we've kind of talked about, plot's tertiary with these kind of things, that it's not even, like, a secondary factor that it's tertiary or even further down the list of things we care about and these type of things. Right. But it, that it, it was suitable. Like, there were... It was, like, a fun story. Predictable, but fun. And I like the idea of Girl Santa, that way to go that basically it's kind of cool of it's less of like just a yay girl power type thing but just of looking at more of like the family dynamics of basically Noel going from someone that no one really expects things from just being like cute and happy mm-hmm. to then being able to take charge and like carry on the family legacy and all of that and be able to use her giftings to make the world a better place and so it's less of just yay girl power like have a girl in the santa suit but just having this character take this journey of self-actualization and using like her talents to better help the world which is the message that even in our cheesy christmas movie like just a cheesy straight to streaming movie we want to send out to audiences and to the family friendly of like little kid audiences watching this right exactly and i just i think i think the message of it was very very sweet i think of just make the world a more hopeful place because life is hard and so to be able to like bring hope to others during the holiday season is what we should do it shouldn't be about presents or i mean although those are nice it shouldn't be about presents it shouldn't be about any of that kind of stuff it should be more about what your traditions are what uh the love and the hope that you bring to each other is and i like that a lot i liked that a lot i did it was sweet it was so sweet And so I think we've kind of exhausted as far as as much as one can from just a short little movie that is pretty simple. But yeah, I I totally recommend it. Like if you have kids that it's a super like family friendly fun that whole family will enjoy. And if you don't, if you just want something that's just heartwarming and just kind of cute and fun that totally you'll have a good time that i think so too it's just know what kind of movie it is that and kind of bring those expectations into it and you'll have a delightful little time i agree i think it was very sweet it was very jolly it was jolly oh my garland it was jolly <laughs> oh my garland it was so jolly for real though I, we need to make this a thing i agree and so now that is in the holiday lexicon and so 
we got some fun other titles coming up for just a tease for the rest of this month next week we're talking iron man 3 i have decided it's a christmas movie it's Listen, christmas time if die hard can be a christmas movie so can iron man all of the discourse of die hard's a christmas movie of just dude bros not wanting like something heartwarming to be their favorite christmas movie they need the shoot 'em ups and the bang bangs right that. so counter iron man 3 is a christmas movie there you go because there's christmas lights there's fireworks there's all that good stuff it's all there and this will be your first array into talking marvel and gushing about these characters that we loved for the past 10 years true and so our first foray into that and then afterwards we're going to take a look at various disney channel shows and their special christmas episodes and so we'll we'll find about like it's a three or four shows to talk about that there will probably be some lizzie mcguire some that's so raven i'm just saying the likelihood of that is high just saying and then lastly as far as the last one of the month that we will talk about will then be muppet christmas carol because i have a lot of christmas carol feelings because they've been in like several productions of it and so and then the muppets are just awesome y'all they really are it's not even a joke they're they're great and so we'll we'll get into it so lots of fun things to look forward to and so that's on the 22nd and then we will be back to our regularly scheduled content in january of kind of breaking down a lot of the new releases that a lot of the things that came out at the start of disney plus their first seasons will be done at that point so we'll kind of take a retrospective through some of those of like mandalorian imagineering series and high school musical the musical the series very excited about that yeah so a lot of fun things in the week to come thank you so much for listening that you can follow us on our twitter account so that's once upon a stream and then also as far as um i'm on instagram at at maddie shook and megan i am at twitter and instagram at miss megan man perfect and so stay tuned for more fun stuff thank you so much for listening if you're on itunes um you know the whole spiel if you're a regular podcast listener so those five star reviews um definitely help kind of make the podcast more visible that um i it's kind of been fun over like the holiday break and stuff hearing friends and family talk about um listening to the pod but certainly would love this to grow to right audience as well as much as hearing from the fam was great and so share it with family and friends of if you think they might be interested in talking disney for a while but we appreciate it thanks again and enjoy this wonderful christmas time And have a very jolly day.